Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. It's time for another edition of Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey and myself here. And we're going to talk investing, finance, and retirement as we usually do. And we're going to talk about some bad money habits that could spoil your retirement party. And nobody wants that. Everybody likes a party. So we want to make sure that we're planning accordingly and not of, and not kind of getting ourselves into some of these easy-to-do bad money habits. So we're going to dive into this with Matt and get started. What's going on, my friend? How are you this week? Hi, Mark. It is... Uh Beautiful day in June here, and um, so I'm enjoying the weather. Uh, it was really, really hot, then it got kind of cooler, and it's just kind of what Michigan does at the yeah. beginning of summertime. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, many, many a days, uh, you know, as we've shared with the listeners before, I used to live in Michigan. I'm in North Carolina now. And yeah, it's funny. You guys were actually hotter than we were uh, last week, which was weird. You know, yeah, so, we were like 90 to 95 degrees. We have like three, yeah. four days in a row. We haven't yep. even hit 90 yet this year in the South. So <laughs> in, in our, in our neck of the woods anyway, here in North Carolina. So it's kind of wild. So, uh, some of my best friends are still in Michigan as well. And they're like, dude, I'm dying. <laughs> So, yeah, like, yep. it hits a, it hits hard for <laughs> and, sure. For but you sure, you know what? It's actually enjoyable at the beginning of June because it 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 is. It's a little bit cooler up here typically till later. So, yeah, we're happy to have that little blast of heat. But then when the cool comes back and it's only high in the seventies, it just yeah. hits a little bit different. And the seventies are just you know fantastic. So it is great yeah. temperatures. Seventies yeah. and sunny. That's yeah. that's pretty great. Yeah, pretty ideal. great for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Let's get into this. We got some things to cover this week. So, like I said, we're going to talk about some bad money habits. Uh, let's just dive right in. Whether it's the old school statements that you would get paper statements and th- toss them in a, a file cabinet or some sort of financial junk drawer, or it's even the new digital thing, right, where you get a PDF for an email and you don't open it, you don't look at it, maybe you just file it in some sort of digital folder. Uh, ignoring your account statements is a bad money habit. So let's talk a little bit about that first one and, and what are maybe some of the consequences of some of these things as we're going through them as well? Hmm. Yeah, that's not a good thing to ignore our statements, you know, but we all do. We all procrastinate yeah, on easy. some things. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that opens mail that's addressed to me. Everything in the mailbox, I look through it. And, you know, everything that's addressed to me, I like to open it the day I get it. Uh, my wife, however, uh, will sit on mail for a very long time. And um, so there's there's usually two sides to that. And um, especially when it comes to financial stuff, mm-hmm. if you don't have a mind that if you don't like numbers, if you don't easily digest what's there, I find a lot of people don't open these statements. In fact, I got one client who pretty much saves everything. I have I have to ask her and she's like, um, oh yeah, when was that sent out? And she has to kind of go back in because every once a year, pretty much she gives me this box of all these statements that everything's not opened. And I'm like, I think we need to switch you to electronic delivery. <laughs> but ignoring your account statements, what what can happen because of that? Um, naturally, you can miss things like, um, hey, I didn't know this account was invested this aggressively. And or maybe it's way too conservative and I need a better growth rate to reach my retirement goals. Uh, It could be that you're on your statement. um, They have missing information or wrong information. Uh, People miss beneficiary that should have been changed. Um, They'll miss other things like, um, you know, the value of their accounts or they get mixed up on what accounts are held where. Um, I got a meeting next week with a lady just because her husband's starting to lose 
you know, his grip a little bit on the, those things. And she has no clue what's going on with their finances and they have required distributions to take and she can't keep it all straight. So there's a lot of good reasons to open those statements. Also noticing, Hey, if there's, if there's activity going on in your account, that shouldn't be, um, you need to know about it. We do rebalancing once a year. Sometimes it happens a little more frequently, especially if the market's changes drastically. So you got to pay attention to these things. Just open those statements and take a quick look. And um, I always put a pile for recyclable material and a pile that has to be shredded. Okay. You, you also have personal information on these statements. And if they go around and fly around your house and maybe out the door, some of that information could be compromised and you could end up with identity theft costing you thousands and thousands of dollars. So you got to be careful with these statements and don't ignore opening your account statements. Yep, absolutely. Okay. That's the first one. How about this one, Matt? A bad money habit like being addicted to a rising stock market. And clearly we all got a little guilty of this for that 12 plus year bull run that we were on, right? Coming out of 09 uh, up until really 22. We had some you know dips here and there along the way, but pretty much straight up from 09 to, uh, you know, to 22 there. And I think that the, obviously... 22 gave us the nice reminder of why you shouldn't be addicted to it, right? Because let's say you were tech heavy. You were, you know, whatever the case is, you were really enjoying the big returns. You were tech heavy. Well, the NASDAQ was down, what, 35% last year? And if you hadn't rebalanced, that kind of slapped you upside the head a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's face it. We all love the euphoria of a rising market. <laughs> we like uh, it when it's up. <laughs> we don't like it when it's down. Yeah, unless your money's not in the market, and then you really don't care, or <laughs> you're sitting there with regret because you pulled all your money out of the market and you shouldn't have moved, which is our behavior problem, right? That can spoil your retirement party too. But um, no, being addicted to a rising stock market is definitely a thing. Experts tell us that uh, you know we all have this recency bias, so that affects our behavior. And the recency bias, if it's if it's moving in a good way, people get overconfident in a rising market. And they'll they're willing to gamble and speculate a lot more than they are in a in a market that's declining, and so what you find is people will uh, too heavily weight their investments towards the aggressive portfolios, or they might take a little bit more risk because things are good, and then when you do that, beware because six months or three months or a year around the corner, all of a sudden we have a drop like we did in 2022, and. Um, people just aren't prepared for the downside volatility. So I always compare the stock market to riding a roller coaster. And, uh, you know, we all love that euphoria sure. uh, of yeah. the the highs. But, man, when it's the lows and you can feel your guts coming coming up <laughs> into your throat because you're riding a hill downward, yeah. um, beware. You yeah, know? So for sure. You, you really have to assess your risk tolerance. And this is a good idea to do it, make it a practice to do it every year. Uh, and a lot of people don't, but we, we, you know, we want you to be conscious of that because yeah. um, we do. We tend to get overconfident. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's easy to do, right? And our next one on this list actually kind of applies really to all of these other ones in a certain way. And it's procrastination about financial decisions that need to be made. Maybe you realized that you were addicted to the rising market. Maybe you were thinking, God, this can't keep going up forever. I should probably rebalance, but didn't do it, right? Because you procrastinated. Or to the ignoring your statements, you think, man, I really need to open these, but I'm scared to see what it's going to say. What if I've lost some too much or whatever the case is? So you don't do it, right? Procrastination will definitely bite you in the rear end. Yeah, it's it's procrastination definitely 
like you said, will will bite you. Um, you know, and you what's might the, what's that saying, Matt? I think it's was it uh, procrastination is the thief of tomorrow. You know, yeah. I love that saying, right? Because it just you're just delaying whatever's going to happen. Like you're just you're you're shortchanging yourself before it ever even shows up because you just don't because you're not making any decisions. No decision at all is just as bad as making a wrong decision or worse sometimes. Worse, yes. And um, so I know uh, I know one person who uses the philosophy: ready, fire, aim. Um, (laughs) oftentimes taking action, even if it's a little bit of the wrong direction is better than sitting back and doing nothing at all. And if you're making financial decisions that are going to impact your future, like, Hey, let's see, we were refinancing our house Hey, rates are at an all time low. Well, what happened to rates last year? They went from an all time low to, um, being higher than they have been, you know, in, you know, 20, 30 plus years for financing for interest rates. So if you were going to refinance your house and you didn't pull the trigger, you're still sitting there deciding, yeah, you can buy like half the house you could have bought a year ago. Yeah. So that's, that's a a good, Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Think about people who did put that off and now the interest rates are just like, I don't want to buy a house now at 7%, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have bought it at (laughs) 2.99. So anything under um, three and a half would have been great versus seven or six or whatever. Exactly. And so procrastination kind of makes fools of us all, um, especially on making an important financial decision like paying off that credit card. The longer you wait, the more interest you pay to to go blow. And why not pay (laughs) it off? And that's another great point. Back in your pocket. Yeah. If you'd have paid that credit card off, uh, you know, two year and a half or two years ago, or at least gotten it down, you might be in a better shape than you're in now. Probably what twenty eight percent or something. You know, I can't even imagine what some of them are now. Yeah, and variable rate loans and stuff like that. So yeah, these these procrastinations on our decisions can cost you twenty thirty percent in interest. Just by not doing what you need to do. Also, you know, procrastinating meeting with a financial advisor <laughs> to start your financial plan. That's a big one. And five years go by before you know it, and even 10 years. And um, so you need to sit down and assess where you're at financially and and don't procrastinate. Work with an advisor. Yep. One of the big valuable benefits of working with us is we lay out a plan for you and then we follow up and check back in to make sure you did the item, like getting your will and powers of attorney done. Yeah. Got some accountability. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got a coach. Yeah. You, <laughs> you got, got a coach. coach. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it can save you so much heartache and so much, so much of the, of the green stuff of the moolah. If you uh, <laughs> yeah, the, don't the good green stuff, your financial right. decisions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along and actually talking about a coach and, and uh, working with the professionals on the list too. We'll get to that in just a minute. Let's go to the next one here, which is investing emotionally instead of strategically. Now again, and actually this kind of plays in well, Matt, to what you just were talking about, about having that coach, because it is hard for us sometimes to remove our emotions from our money because it's our money, right? But having Having a coach like yourself uh, in our corner can help because you can look at this a little bit more objectively sometimes or oftentimes. That's correct. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Um, you know, we're in it for your best interest. That's what a fiduciary is. And um, when you're investing, you do have to be careful. We talked about the euphoria of getting caught up in a rising market. Also, I've had clients that have to live with a regret because they pulled their money out and didn't didn't get back in the market. Um, so wherever you're at today, you have to decide that, am I going to be better with advice or am I going to be worse off without that advice? Yeah. I, I like to think of a football game where you've got a lot of talent on the field, 
a lot of talent, each in their own little respective uh, position. But the coach brings things all together to make that team work together. And they see things that you don't see because you're focused on what you're doing. Like the quarterback is focused on what he's got to do. But the coach knows there's a super good running back. And if the quarterback would hand off the ball, you might get a, a better play than trying to chuck the ball down the field because of the defense that you're playing. So right, right. there's a, there's an, there's oversight. And, and we look at your financial situation the same way, working with your tax advisors or accountants and your attorneys and the financial planner, investment manager. We, what we want to do is we want to get you a, a win. And if you invest emotionally and not with a strategy or a plan in place, almost always you're going to hit road bumps and you're going to fail. And you'll say, yeah, no, I I've got this, but, you know, we've been through this umpteen times. And even one of the ones that comes up recently is I had a client that was fraudulently approached over the phone and ended up, oh my gosh, ended up losing big time, pulled a bunch of money out of a, out of a Roth IRA based on a threat from somebody else. Uh, they thought they were in trouble. They lost this huge tax advantage. They can't put the money back because the IRS doesn't allow a big chunks of money going back into this. I advised her against it. She had lied to me to stay out of trouble with this other person. Mm. And um, so, and then she ignored my advice, which turned out to be, she was um, being threatened by somebody just on the other end of the phone that, wow. was, that her, had her scared into thinking they were going to harm her family or oh my goodness, terrible uh, th- that she would be arrested. So you guys don't get emotional. Use a financial advisor use a planner, put us in your corner. We're here to help you, to guide and navigate you against losing what you've spent your whole life acquiring. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and that's, that's why you have a system and a strategy in place. And, you know, there's no guarantees about anything, but certainly, you know, working with someone who's done it a million times is a lot more beneficial than for us who've never done it before. Right. Same thing. If you were, if you've never taken a car engine apart and you just decided to do it, uh, you probably wouldn't be as efficient or as good at it as someone who does it day in and day out. Right. So, yeah. Or doesn't deep sea fishing sound exciting, Mark? Right. It does, well, but I'm going to go catch a, Catch a shark. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pass on the shark. So I'm. I'm gonna use the. I'm gonna use the guy that's been out. You know, I'm gonna go catch <laughs> catch a swordfish. But I'm gonna use the guy who's caught lots of swordfish before. Right, knows right. Where to go and what what. What kind of bait to use and what kind of pole and boat? You got with to that, know these things. With that analogy, right? I would go out to, to go if you did it on your own and be like, okay, I'm going to go sword fishing, deep sea <laughs> fishing to catch a swordfish, but I would catch a shark and be like, oh look, this is a weird looking swordfish. <laughs> he bites your arm off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then you know, talking about using a coach and stuff. So that brings me to my last one here on a bad money habit, and it's yep. the it's folks who wind up avoiding professional advice because they think it's going to save them money to do it themselves, and maybe it does sometimes times, right? When you're accumulating money, sure. It's a little easier in the accumulation phase, but that kind of mindset of it's going to save me money not to work with a professional in the decumulation phase, aka retirement, uh, it's a a big mistake because there's so many moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts. The IRS has so many tax rules um, and regulations. When can I touch money? 59 and a half without a penalty. What if I take it early? You could penalize yourself that way. Not taking out your required distribution can penalize you. Taking out too much money could shorten the lifespan of your portfolio. You could run out of money. 
Um, it's going to affect how much are, your Social Security is taxed, right? You, you need an income yeah. strategy because Social Security can be taxed up to yeah. 85%. So which buckets you pull from and at what time actually matters quite a bit. It matters huge. And um, so we just said, I just left an appointment with a, with some clients and they're doing very well. But I said, it does matter because they're retiring early. They're retiring at 55, husband and wife. But they got to make sure they got the health insurance and the income provided until they qualify for Social Security and then qualify for Medicare. And all these triggers and levers have to be pulled at the right times to make sure that they avoid penalties taken for retiring early on their retirement accounts. And if they follow a strategy, they're going to be fine. And they need a coach for that. They need a plan. And we just laid it out and they walked out smiling and happy. But if you're trying to handle all this stuff yourself, thinking you're going to save money, that's more likely you're going to make a big, huge mistake, like um, having beneficiaries wrong on your retirement accounts. And then what you thought you left the kids is taxed 40% before it gets to the kids. So you got to just use your brain and say, okay, if I'm going to go, you know, maybe used to be able to work on your car yourself, but now it's it's so complex. I go to the mechanic. Right. I don't change my right. own oil. I used to as a kid, but you know what? It's faster, it's cheaper, and I got a professional doing it for me. And it's just it just gives me peace of mind yeah. knowing that I'm not screwing stuff up. Yeah, so, they're more efficient. Especially when yeah. it comes to your financial situation. You can really put yourself in bad situations listening to uh, your brother or your cousin who had one good hit in their lifetime and that's all they ever talk about right, in their right. ear. And all of a sudden you realize, well, shoot, you know, you ended up losing a ton of money before that. So yep. why am I listening to your broke cousin? I should be talking to my financial <laughs> you know, advisor. Every time you mentioned that, you know, you say cousin, I, I, right now, um, marketing, ad, you know, ads are fantastic for getting in your brain. I only, I constantly think of the Sam, Sam Adams is doing those, the beer companies doing those commercials all the time doing <laughs> sports yeah. events right now where it's your cousin from Boston. <laughs> And he's a knucklehead who always does something goofy, right? Uh, and it's, so every time you say your knucklehead cousin, that makes me think of that, right? So, yeah. And they probably have the best of intentions, but they don't do this every day. Or unless they're a financial professional, unless they're a fiduciary, it's probably not the best idea to listen to them, right? So That's right. Yeah. And just like I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to go um, – change brakes on my vehicle yeah, yeah. and not paying attention to, you know, bleeding the lines and different things. There's a lot of mistakes you can make that'll end up costing you a lot. This is one of those big things, folks. Listen up, give us a call 989-401-2949 or book online at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. You can go right to the book an appointment tab and get a phone call, get an appointment with us. I'm more than happy to brainstorm with you versus seeing you ever go through a loss. That's yeah. I, that's one of the heartbreaking things that happens in life. So don't avoid professional advice. Our first consultation is free, so give us a call. There you go. Look at Matt doing my job for me, 989-401-2949, or stop by GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Matt, thanks for hanging out. As always, appreciate it. We'll get this uh, podcast up for folks. It's early June. We'll be back with another one here on Mondays with Matt. And again, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, or Spotify, and you can find it all online at Matt's website or at the specific websites of Apple's or Google's podcasting page, either one. But uh, just go to GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Matt, for hanging out. Thanks, Mark. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Please share this podcast with your loved ones and help them avoid financial disaster. Well, that's right. We'll catch you next time here on Mondays with Matt.
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.